is Listen Here Now, Sirius Library News Magazine, the podcast for the Pendleton Public Library. Please like and subscribe and tell your family and friends they can find us wherever they get their podcasts, including Google, iTunes, and Spotify. And with us today is our friend Christine Gunther. Hello. Hello, hello. You have come a number of times to do nutrition programs for the library. They are always solidly attended because you do good food. <laughs> yes, <I> try to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're always fun. And it's you know, I always try to get new people to come and, and I I obviously believe in nutrition and um People need to know from a reliable source, so I think any time that you can get out in the public and do a little class is, is good. And you're the most reliable source that we know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is your job? All right, yes, so I my official like title is um, I'm a registered dietitian, which is important because I'm not just a nutritionist. I'm a registered dietitian. I'm old school. I just call myself a registered dietitian. But a couple years ago, our um, national organization, or actually probably been several years ago, said, hey, you can call yourself, and it's a mouthful, a registered dietitian nutritionist. And I was like, well, okay. (laughs) Anyway, that's fine. But I I wouldn't say I'm just a nutritionist because anybody could just do a six-week course online and call themselves a nutritionist. And that's not, a dietitian is a bachelor's degree minimum. Actually, now if you get into a program, it's a master's degree required. Uh, anyway, so I am a, um, a registered dietitian and I am mostly in the clinical realm, clinical nutrition realm, which is a lot of disease states. And, you know, I do a lot of education, but it's usually related to, you know, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, you know, someone with malnutrition. So it's, it's really getting into the clinical aspect of what's going on in the body. And, you know, you look at your lab values and you look at their, their home environment and whatnot. So it's, it's, uh, it's clinical is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to skip down here to the, my last question, question, which is how were you inspired to get into the job you have? Because I want to cover it right now. Yeah. How were you inspired to get into the job <laughs> you have? Um, I think I was in, it was either 10th or 11th grade, actually, in high school. And I'm not from here. I actually from uh, Michigan. So, and my high school is a pretty big high school. And I had a, I think it was called an experimental foods class. Um, and one chapter or unit we were covering was like nutrition. And it was pretty basic stuff, but you know, you're talking about carbohydrates and then like if you ever looked at the chemical structure of a carbohydrate, you got carbon atoms, hydrogen atoms, and oxygen atoms, and they're all in these unique forms. And um, I thought, I started really as like, that's really, we eat these things and what are they doing to ourselves and our body? And I've always been into health and fitness, basically, like I was always athletic and I wanted to do my best, you know, and be strong and whatnot. So I knew that what you eat mattered. Um, and so once, so my teacher at the time who was teaching this class, I kind of went up to her and I said, she's not a dietitian by any means, but I said, do you know how I would study this? What's the, how I would get into learning about this? And she, she knew a friend of hers had a daughter or some, somebody she knew had, was a dietitian. She said, well, you need to find a program that has dietetics. 
or human nutrition or something like that. And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> but it was in high school. I was, I was, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And Eastern Michigan University was, was where I went. And so, well, two years at the community college and then transferred to Eastern Michigan University. So I, I knew, I knew in 10th or 11th grade, <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> uh, so you're from Michigan. Yep. Have you moved around a lot? No, not a lot. No, I, I've been here 14 years now. And uh, of course I went to college, but college was only 45 minutes away <laughs> from home. Um, and then that, and a little time in Massachusetts, and then that was that was it. And then came back, <laughs> and then eventually came here. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much Monroe's been it. Uh, Monroe's my hometown in Michigan, but then now Pendleton is my hometown for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> a surprising number of people come from Michigan to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I know a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I don't, you know, I, I usually have a reason to, to move somewhere. And my reason was the job to yeah. work at St. Anthony's, but um, it's different. It's way different here than the Midwest. Well, of course, I'm from flat old Monroe and, and <laughs> here's lots of terrain difference anyway, but it's, it took some getting used to. <laughs> As I understand, it's a little more like the Upper Peninsula, but, you know, the you can get real isolated real quick. Yeah. In that kind of way. Yeah, and even if you drive through, uh, oh gosh, like areas that have more trees, like kind of like pine trees, I mean, mm -hmm. maybe up towards like the mountainous areas. That's like going to Grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, feel, that has a little more feel of, of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan because there's more trees. But yeah, it, it can be it can be rural, for sure. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite thing here? In Pendleton? Yeah. Oh, um, I would say there's a lot of good people here. I People are just so nice and open and, and friendly and... Um, and, and that's been ever since basically day one. I was always impressed with people just being, hey, how's it going? And if you ever need anything, call me. And, you know, there's all sorts and of... And it's completely legit, too. That's, they don't have hidden motives. They're yeah. Not, you know, just paying up lips. They really mean it. <laughs> and it's not like you were a member of a certain church and then get to know people. I mean, that that's fine, too. But it just seems like, yeah, I don't know. It just, there's good people here and people that have... Really, they're willing to help you if you're just stuck or you need you need a little hand. Mm -hmm. Somebody, somebody's willing to do it, um, and so I, I like that part of of this area. And just um, I guess I'm a big cyclist. I like to ride bikes, <laughs> so I like the road riding and, and just exploring different um, routes around the state. I don't do a whole lot of traveling with biking, but have you uh, gone up and down immigrant? But a hill. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. The only Done that many times. Highway is just delightful. Whatever really you cool. are doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is a neat drive. This is the best time of year to do it too, because before it gets brown and, and hot around here, because there's wildflowers, and then when you get to the, the viewpoints, you just look out and you can just see the fields and the and the the. If it's a really clear day, you can see Mount Adams and Mount Hood. And like, Mount Rainier. And Mount Rainier. It's pretty impressive. It so, um, 
It's yeah. unbelievable. You can't yeah. believe that that's actually what you're seeing. I'm from here. I've seen <laughs> it, you know, hundreds of times. And it's just every time. It's just it's, like. <laughs> yeah, it's really amazing. And you don't get that view in Michigan. So <laughs> um, it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. And my family, when they come to visit, my dad's always like, what mountain are we going to check out this time? And so <laughs> it's always something. <laughs> Do you take them hiking around? They're not big hikers because they've, they've had bad knees. <laughs> so we'll do some walking throughout wherever we are, but um, they both have better knees now. So that's that's good. They could probably do a little more of that, but um, but not not a whole lot of hiking. It's more just kind of sightseeing. And have you taken them down to Crater Lake? No, not, I've never been to Crater Lake yet, but I really want to go sometime. I've only been once, but it's pretty cool. I it imagine. is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen obviously lots of great pictures and, uh, but yeah, I've never actually been there. I have been to most of these things at the end of the season. So oh, uh -huh. uh, usually I go and see stuff because farm family, you can't, you have to wait till harvest is over before you can take any oh, kind yeah. of break. That's true. <laughs> and, <Nope>. um, it's, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was there because end of the season, everybody's gone back to school. Oh, nice, over. yeah. And so just kind of by yourself and looking over that fantastic lake yeah. and that fantastic mountain. They have a but, weekend, or maybe it's two weekends in September, where they close to road traffic and you can ride your bike around. Oh boy, that um, sounds just right, doesn't Around it? the ram or whatever they call it, but um, I've not done that yet because I've not been to Crater Lake yet, but I... I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> and uh, bucket list trip. Yeah, put it do a camping overnight or something like that. So I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> I wonder if they're doing it now because of COVID. It seems like something that you could easily distance from the other riders. Yeah, I don't remember if I looked last year. I don't remember what they were doing, but uh, I know that the campground can fill up and so well, there's multiple campgrounds over there, but you know it, it can fill up if you're if you wait till the last minute. <laughs> so we um, stayed in the lodge, which was a last minute decision, and they just had a place that was open. And my, it was a fire trap. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> that old wonderful wooden lodge, and then absolutely no fire escapes or anything. Oh, is, you know, <laughs> down there in southern central Oregon, and. One little mistake with a match, and oh we're going boy. up in flames. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but the lake sure is pretty. Yeah. Uh, how do you use the library? Um, mostly for uh, renting or checking out video or movies, rather. Uh, what's the right? Renting? Borrowing? Uh, borrowing. Borrowing, okay. Renting implies that you give us money. That's true. And you okay. Don't yeah. So borrowing movies um, and books. I honestly don't do a lot of books because uh, I'm not. A, I don't read. I I'm a slow reader, so I don't go through books quite a lot. I read a lot at my job and articles and things like that. So right. sometimes I don't want to read anymore. But uh, mostly for movies and um, books, pretty much it. Yeah. You know, we have downloadables too. So. Bicycling, you could be listening. Yeah, you know, I've my husband listens to audiobooks all the time, and I, I've, I listen to podcasts and things, but I've never really. I need to check that out more because you're right. That would be cool to do, you know, on a bike ride if I'm yeah. by myself, or um, there's a book that I just have a hard time reading. That might be a good way to go. 
I uh, take care of my parents, so I really don't have a lot of sit down read. Mm. But books on tape really help mm. <laughs> because I also have a long commute because I live in West Coast. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, All those miles get eaten up in a book. Yeah. And I'm just listening to old radio shows, but I could listen to a book if I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we listened to, we went on a road trip a couple years ago down to the Tillamook, I think we did uh, Tillamook area, and I forget where else we stayed, just for like two or three nights, and um, and so we did a lot of driving, and we listened to, was it The Lion? Uh, I'm going to forget the name of it now, but it was about the, the in, it, was, it took place in India, and the little boy who got lost, who went on a Ended up getting on this train, thinking his brother, he would go to find his brother. Oh, that's something to do with the lion. <laughs> but that was a long audio book. I mean, we listened to the whole thing because we did a lot of driving. And it was really good. So, um, yeah, it's a good place to do it is in the car. <laughs> it sure is. Um, what's the farthest you've been from either Michigan or Oregon? Or okay, yes. I've been to France and Germany and Costa Rica. I think this is one of the only countries I've been. So probably France is the furthest. Because I don't think Costa Rica is any farther than that. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> I had to look at the globe because somebody said Argentina is oh. east of the Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> or not Argentina, Chile. Which, you know, that's on our side of it. <laughs> Okay. That's a Pacific country. But yeah, it actually camps way over. And I just did not have a grasp of how the continents are shaped. So yeah. Costa Rica, yeah. I think France is further. Yeah, because France, it was, a, it was like a... Well, from Detroit, Michigan, it was about a six and a half hour flight. From France to Germany, they were very similar in flight distance from, from Detroit. But Costa Rica... Well, from here, it's quite a ways, but um, I don't think it's a six-hour flight. Anyway, so, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> and I'm just jotting down the notes that you gave me <laughs> on uh, what that audiobook is so I can include it in the show notes uh, oh, when okay. I figure it out because people will want to know what audiobook yeah. you like. So. Um, what's a reference question you've always wanted to ask? I mean, you do your own yes. research on nutrition all the time. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, but so back in the day, you had the card catalogs, right? Mm -hmm. Do you, you know, now everything's I'm sure electronic and probably has been for years. Yeah. But how does, how does the, um, Dewey Decimal System compare or is different than the Library of Congress system? Um, the Library of Congress system is more extensible, meaning um, as we have more subjects that we have information about, uh, they fit into Library of Congress much more easily. Um, Dewey works fine for something like a public library, um, where you're not getting a lot of research material put away, you're getting a lot of popular works put away. Hmm. So, okay. um, it does not work well for uh, non-European countries. So, oh, okay. like, Africa is a whole continent full of countries, full of different people.
peoples and cultures and right you know as much there <laughs> as North America and Europe combined uh, and yet we still have to kind of shove it all into one decimal number which is it's a large number you can add decimal point numbers forever if you want yeah. to but then you look that there's one number for England mm. England <laughs> Africa yeah. it's it's not really not really a global system works fine oh, for okay. uh, for amateur show yeah, yeah. <laughs> not and you know uh, Library of Congress also has its problems uh, I think it also is not as highly extensible for things like non-European medicines and, uh, well, we say Western, non-Western cultural and scientific ideas. Mm-hmm. It does okay. Uh, it's not, it's not as good as we can do. There's a better way. Okay. I don't know what it is, but there's a better way. <laughs> <Got> <clears throat> it. Interesting. Okay. And all they do is group subject matter together, so it's easily findable. But say you go to cookbooks. Okay. Um, <laughs> you still have to group together. This is the cookbooks that are about vegetarian cooking. These are the cookbooks about um, cooking for me wrong. These are the cookbooks about using a slow cooker. These are the cookbooks. Mm. So they're all just each little okay. also within those subjects, it breaks down further. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, they have to be able to be stretched and Dewey gets to a point where it's just awkward so, <laughs> to, to stretch it the way that you do. Gotcha. We haven't gotten there because we have a relatively small nonfiction section. Compared to like a, a college or something. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, what do you wish people knew about your job? Um, I do not cook the patient food at the hospital. I don't get too much of that anymore, but I used to get, oh, did you make this? Did you make my food for me? And I'm like, <laughs> well, no. <laughs> um, we have actual cooks and, and a chef that can. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty good cook, but not in a in a big kitchen. You know, it's not a huge kitchen in the hospital, but when you've got things that are different than my home stove, uh, no. <laughs> so I, but that's one thing. But I wear many hats. I don't just talk to people all day. Um, I call insurances. I verify insurances for patients. I do my own billing. I do my own scheduling on my office duties <laughs> just because we're small and you know I'm a, really a department of me and a half-time other um, dietitian who's a diabetes educator so we basically are running our own show um, but I wear many hats I do inpatient assessments if there's someone who's not able to eat what do you do you got to tube feed them or you give them parenteral nutrition I help calculate that and I do outpatient counseling with obesity or, you know, again, diabetes or whatnot. So it's like there's the inpatient real clinical stuff that I can get into. Um, then there's outpatient. So it's a really, even though it's small, um, a small place, St. Anthony's, that I do a lot of different things. <laughs> so I don't just sit in an office and talk to people all day. And I don't cook patient food all day. <laughs> um, so... 
I don't know, people often don't really know what I what a dietitian does, but and and dietitians can do a lot of different things, you know, a lot. It's pretty amazing. But um, I'm pretty pretty clinical enough in the aspect of, of dealing with you know, disease states and I have this wrong with me, how can my diet or changing my diet help and uh, and going from there. As we're finding out more about how diet affects our overall health, are you getting more or has it always been just about the same amount of uh, consultation in the hospital? Um, well, I, I mean, it's been pretty steady this year, believe it or not. Um, it, it really, sometimes we have a slow month, like, you know, December, we don't get a whole lot of referrals or whatnot. Um, that's the outpatient side of things. And the inpatient side of things is just ebbs and flows too. But I would say it's been pretty steady. I wouldn't say it's like, it's not like we have 200% increase in our outpatient business, so to speak. I don't think it's quite that that big of a jump up. But it's been pretty steady between, now my coworker who is a diabetes educator, she's also a dietitian, but she specializes in diabetes. She's she's gotten a lot of referrals. Um, it seems like more regularly all throughout this year, like from January 1, <laughs> she's got a whole bunch of referrals. So that is certainly, you know, diabetes is not like it's brand new. I think it's just people are being diagnosed with it more because of lifestyle. Or, you know, this last year was hard on everybody, staying home and, and things like that. So I have seen a few more kids, um, pediatric patients, that have been diagnosed with, you know, being, have gained a lot of weight over the last year from just being home and just not being active. They have access to the fridge. There's a lot more snacking going on. And so that has, you know, I wouldn't say, again, like I'm getting 50 referrals in a week by any means. It's never been that busy. But <laughs> so it, it really just depends on uh, the population that that you want to. A couple years ago, man, I had a bunch of kid referrals, like for a lot of it, again, for overweight or obesity. Um, and then it kind of slowed down last year. Now I'm starting to see it again. <laughs> yeah, so... I'm not real surprised, but you know, I lost weight in mm -hmm. just okay. because I was home all the time. <laughs> I was not hungry for the things we had there. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's different for everybody, for sure. <laughs> um, what is your favorite dream? And it can either be a dream you have or something that you aspire to, you know, a goal that is that's i had to really think about this question because i don't really have um i don't really have like a major like i want to go to this country and spend a month there i don't really have like that kind of a dream mm -hmm. um but <laughs> i would say and this is probably going to be somebody's going to listen to this and be like what is her deal <laughs> but i <laughs> i like cooking and i have a small kitchen at home i mean it's not super small but it's small in my mind I would love to have an open kitchen, like plenty of counter space, lots of cupboards. So it's not so cumbersome to cook and you can have, you know, family meal or, you know, like larger family meals and friends and dinner parties. And it's not, uh, <laughs> and it wouldn't be annoying and I wouldn't be like, gosh, I have no room in here, but just an open kitchen 
bigger kitchen um, with you know your basics and we don't need to get super fancy I don't need like all these you know a good blender a good set of knives yes which we have pretty much already but I just want to be able to enjoy um, I don't I don't have any kids so it's just my husband and I but I think it'd be fun to do dinner parties and just like let's have a theme <laughs> and it's really hard to do in our house right now and we have a nice patio but to cook all the food so I don't know it sounds someone's gonna be like are you serious that's your <laughs> favorite dream it is at the moment because that's what's on my mind I guess right. there's nothing wrong with that the one that you're thinking of right now it's just as legit as any of the others yeah but I it, spend a lot of time in the kitchen uh -huh. and so that would be like the thing that would be super awesome I just in my mind that that would be great <laughs> now colors aside you know what kitchen i think would be the best one to work in the ones the brady bunch had okay it had wall ovens it had the yeah. stove on an island and then a counter space as well yeah. and then counter space back there under a bunch of cupboards and there were right cupboards. right yeah and then alice lived right back there so <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's it's a you know, again, depending on, you know, what your, what your likes and what your family routine is, like, it's a pretty popular room in the house. And, um, I mean, it, it just, to make it more user-friendly, I think, and bigger, yeah. <laughs> I think would just be, like, superb. I am <laughs> cooking almost all the meals in an air fryer because mm, okay. our uh, ceramic top stove from 1976 at last broke oh no so it's uh it's got to be replaced yeah and that's kind of down the road a little bit no uh, but i'll tell you what air fryer can do anything air fryers <laughs> i don't have one but i've heard a lot of people that do have them they're great yeah they, obviously it's a low-fat cooking method which is superb and you can do all sorts of things in these stuff gets so crispy yeah and you don't have to deep fry it or put a bunch of fat in there you know <laughs> deep frying is fun but i would rather it be done at somebody else's yeah. establishment with yeah. the vents and the oh yeah it can be messy yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the air fryer oh it's a dream <laughs> that's great yeah that's awesome i, I know it, it's a pretty cool tool to have um from just again talking to people um can you roller skate I can. I haven't done it in a long time. I, I might hurt myself, but yeah. <laughs> I would say yes. And how about ride a horse? Oh, um, I'm sure I could ride a horse. I haven't done it very much in my life. I've never, you know, never been a horse uh, family, but I've done it a few times, but it's been a long time. <laughs> I'm sure I can. See, I w I'm always afraid that the horse is going to sense, oh, this girl's inexperienced. Let's see what we can do, you know, and <laughs> buck her off. And so I'm a little nervous of that, but... Um, the few horses I've been on, I don't know, the last one was probably 14 years ago when I moved here. <laughs> so, uh, so that's like a yes, but I'm, I wouldn't say I'm good at it. <laughs> uh, what project are you working on now? Ooh, is this anywhere, like work anywhere or work home? or at home okay. or mentally planning how to rob a bank? Tell us what you <laughs> Um, okay, again, not too exciting, but at work we, we're transitioning, or we have been using Google Drive, or um, the Google system for, like, your, instead of saving on your computer, they, we're starting to use Google Drive and Gmail, or Google Mail and all these things. So we have to 
from what I was told, we have to take all of our saved, you know, we got a lot of handouts for nutrition and diabetes and chart notes and things on our shared drive. We have to transition them over to Google Drive. So it's like a drag and uh, copy and paste situation. And, uh, you know, when you are seeing patients and you've got a busy day, you don't have time to do that. <laughs> or you're calling your insurances because that's what you do, no one else is going to do it for you, then um, you don't have time. So I've, I've got to plan it out a little bit to drag and drag these things over to Google Drive. So at the end of summer, when apparently we're not going to be using our shared drives on our computer, man, that's a lot of years with a lot of material in those folders that I do not want to lose. <laughs> so um, and don't do what I did and be uh, multitasking. <laughs> Yeah. dragging and dropping and talking on the phone uh -huh. because you can do that yeah. and then I, Google kind of froze on me. Oh, so I yeah. was not sure what had actually gone and what had not and I had actually lost um, the connection to the internet. Oh. Okay. Not here, but yeah. <laughs> it was one of the projects I was doing last year when I was at work from home. Oh, okay. Didn't work great. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you find what you thought? Well, you... I hadn't deleted anything, oh, okay. so right. I could start again. It was fine. Oh, good. But... Yeah, it's still a process, yeah. and you still have to make sure it all gets. Because I have found it froze a couple times, and uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm just taking like little chunks and dragging them instead of just like you know 30 files, which is probably going to overwhelm it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I have to go through, and um, <coughs> I've got my 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 personal drive and then I've got the shared drive and whew, it's a lot of stuff so I gotta start getting on on that because here we are June I, I have to find out when the heck they're gonna <laughs> when's the deadline here because that could be a deal breaker <laughs> it could you might yeah. have to take vacation and then come in and hide in your office and do it <laughs> I know I know and that's the worst I don't want to do that no. I don't want to have to hide it or I don't want to like work extra for this little stuff so anyway right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, what's the best project you've done in the past 12 months? Well, uh, I don't know. What's <laughs> <laughs> project? I don't know. Um, oh, well, I guess, uh, yeah, I'm going to say it. So I have a, a cookbook that I've had for several uh, early 2000 I can't remember exactly when I got it I think my mom gave it to me so I I, I didn't really cook my way through it because there's a lot of recipes in there but it's a macrobiotic cookbook and I I tried all sorts of different recipes through that last year and I bought all this weird ingredient stuff that I wasn't familiar with because mm -hmm. it's macrobiotic stuff and it's fermented or whatever and this brown rice vinegar and umuboshi vinegar and all these different misos miso pastes and uh so I cooked through that and um not every day of course because you know macrobiotic it's it's vegan food and it's a lot of I found it's a lot of the same flavor which yeah. gets old after a while so right, um but it was kind of fun because I like trying new things and uh it's I'm always looking for ways to eat pro plant-based proteins that aren't just beans all the time. I mean, I like beans, but you eat too much of them, it get, you know, it can it just doesn't sit with my gut very well. So I tried seitan and we tried different tofu dishes and 
a couple of tempeh things and um anyway it was it was fun i enjoyed it my husband he, he, you know he was a good sport he tried everything i made some things were gross we we're like oh god we're never making this one again <laughs> and some were really good that would be definitely you know we, we could remake these so um that was that was interesting <laughs> that's a great project yeah i love hearing about that do you what is the you know the title of the cookbook um cooking the whole foods way uh, Christina Parillo or something like that. Parillo. I can get you her spelling um, if you need it. But yeah, it's it's a it's. I think it, that book came out in the early two thousands. Um, but her her story is she got diagnosed with a, a cancer when she was you know fairly young, and she was determined to um, cure this or you know be not have this disease take her over. She wanted to get rid of it by eating healthier. And um, and so she just, I think the her, her now husband, which they've been married for a long time, helped her with the macrobiotic way of, of cooking and eating and such. And so it's, 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 that was her story and that's how she came up with this book. And it's interesting. It's, you know, it's a different, somewhat different concept, but um, it's not, that's not gonna hurt anything. And, you know, I tried to stay true to the recipe and not tweak it too much just because that was part of my whole goal was <laughs> right. let's make it and see what it's like here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that answer is can you cook? Yes, you can. I can, yep. <laughs> uh, what's for dinner? Um, tonight we're doing a, I'm, I'm doing a uh, spinach and, I think it's called just a spinach and parmesan souffle, mm -hmm. which is pretty tasty. And then... Uh, roasted potatoes and um, turkey sausage links because that's the only kind of sausage link I'll eat <laughs> and they're very low fat too and then I made some rhubarb bars from a friend who gave me some rhubarb and it's our anniversary today so that's our little special <laughs> treat so yeah it's kind of like an egg dish with um, potatoes and some dessert very nice. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite website? It can be a work one or one you have fun on. Like my favorite is Pinterest. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've been into Pinterest, again, recipe, recipe collections <laughs> and yep. such, and uh, some other things too. Pinterest probably is, is calorieking.com is a really good one for just really basic looking up nutrition information. <laughs> um, I use that a lot for helping analyze patients' diets or whatnot, or, or if they ask me a question of, you know, well, what, what does this have in it or what's the calories, I can just pull that up and look at it. But uh, Pinterest is, yeah, probably a pretty popular one for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have been looking up in October or November, I don't remember what we landed on. Uh, we're going to be doing a program where everybody comes in and makes their own um, soup mix. Ooh. So like onion soup mix, cream of chicken soup mix, all these mm -hmm. different ones. Uh, so I'm always looking at different ways that people do dry soup mix. Oh, there you go. Uh, so if you have an idea for that, okay, we would be happy <laughs> to feature your yeah, I've seen, uh, I'm not sure, I'd have to look and see if I have any. They're like uh, like a chili or a bean-based soup that I've mm -hmm. seen. Uh, yeah, okay. 
I'll, I'll, I'll look into it, yeah. Uh, I am excited about a vegetable broth bouillon powder that a guy made that had the brewer's yeast in it. Okay. Because brewer's yeast is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be flavorful. Um, what's the last movie you saw or TV show you binged? <laughs> I like that question because I'm not a big TV watcher at all, but my husband and I have been watching um, The Office on the Roku, (laughs) and I've never watched it when it was on, um, however many years, eight years or whatever it was on. I've never seen an episode, so I've um, friends and family talk about it all the time, and I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about. I should just check into this. I need to... So I got a Roku, and I thought check this out and so here we are <laughs> going through it so i think we're on season six right now um and then so that's our binge watching show i think the last movie we saw was the a quiet place a couple weeks ago it's funny we just got that on i, I mean we've had it but it just came in on dvd for one of the staff to watch oh okay said, oh that's the one where <laughs> yeah and with the link between the two is is uh in the office jim the character jim helper is his name is john krasinski well he's the main character in a quiet place I think so he, he directed it yeah he directed the movie anyway i just i don't know how i came up with i looked him up or something and oh a quiet place it's a movie oh oh i should check into it okay because i like john krasinski because he's kind of like new on the radar i guess as far as an actor <laughs> did you so. do you like scary movies Oh, it depends. Suspenseful movies. It depends. They're not my favorite, I would say, but um, depends. Like if they're like that wasn't too scary. I mean, it was yeah. like, yeah, okay, you gotta watch out for these monsters. But right. if it's like a real uh, intense, like a lot of killing kind of movie, that's <laughs> that could be not Bruce so pleasant. <laughs> yeah. So it depends. I don't necessarily like where they cut pieces off of people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but that bothers me so much less, like in the past year and a half, that kind of thing, you know? Eh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem real. <laughs> Just have to remind myself, this is only a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the last book you read? So the last book I read was called The Fat Burn Fix. I read that last fall. Um, it was okay. It was, it was definitely good to get a, I don't know, I always like learning things, but, um, I wouldn't say it was the best book out there when it comes to, like, nutrition. It was more for a certain population of folks that, um, because it's more like, kind of like, more like a keto diet, but not like strict keto. And remember, keto is not Atkins. Keto is a high fat, moderate protein, very low carb diet. Like, fat is the emphasis there. Um, and and her whole, um, this the lady who wrote the book she is a medical doctor um was trying to prevent insulin resistance and you don't have to become diabetic and you just have to and and it was you know it was a little bit out there in a, in a way because it's not mainstream advice i should say but i i could see where she was going with with a lot of her topics she just didn't, i don't know her explanations weren't super great and scientific uh, evidence-based was a little bit, uh, I don't know. It, it didn't seem super factual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I read it. Yeah. It was interesting. Um, what's your favorite book? My favorite book um, was the Amelia Earhart biography. 
and it was titled East to the Dawn, which I believe I borrowed from here. Yep. Um, and I was fascinated with Amelia Earhart a few years ago and read her, I read a, a couple of different books, but her biography was really interesting. She's an interesting lady and just an inspiration, I think. Um, she, she really did a lot for, I mean, just a female pilot in like 1917 is like amazing. <laughs> so um, that that's a really good one. I, and that would probably be the book I would recommend just because a lot of books I read are like nutrition-based books and some of them are good, some of them are not good. <laughs> But if anyone wants a good read on just a different, not really everyday topic, East to the Dawn mm -hmm. is her uh, her biography. Alright, and did you, did you have another one you wanted to recommend? I really, <laughs> I mean... A, what about a better <laughs> book about diet than... Oh boy. The not um, Okay, so that's where it gets, because it depends on your, what do you want to learn about. So Nancy Clark's Sports Nutrition book, and I, her latest one is like probably fourth or fifth edition now. But anyone who, it can be just a recreational athlete. It can be, or, you know, kind of like a serious athlete. Um, if you just want to learn more about fueling your body and it can help you with weight management and being active and just, it's, she's a really really well known and respected she's a dietitian sports dietitian um and and whatever her latest edition is i i don't know if i have her latest one but that would be a good one for a lot of active people um but if you if you want a diabetes related one i actually don't read a lot of diabetes related books but there's a skinny liver which if you have liver issues that's a good book um and oh my gosh there's and you gotta be careful because some of these are doctors. And you are or, coming at it as someone who is an expert who knows how to kind of disregard and weed out. Well, that's not really great, but she does say something good here about, you know. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, you do have to be careful. You do have to be careful, and uh, you might think, oh, that sounds great, but then it's like, oh my gosh, what, what is this person talking about? And a lot, you gotta be careful because it could be their opinion. Well, their opinion doesn't give you the best advice for what you need to do with your situation, depending on your health status, your lab values, what do you need to do here? Anyway, so it's it can be interesting and uh, there's a lot of bad, bad information out there. Um, but, you know, do your, do your research. Definitely look into the book before you buy it or, or read it. Or maybe start reading it and say like, okay, is this like somebody's opinion or is there actual facts here, you know? So, because <laughs> why are they writing the book in the first place? <laughs> That's one thing you have to be mindful and of. And so many times it's because uh, the Gambler's Society is breathing <laughs> down the back of their neck. They have to turn something out. But yeah. there are people who are, you know, they are well-meaning but poorly, poorly educated on the yeah. topic and that turn out a lot of very popular books. Yeah. Right. Just because you saw it on TV doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, what was the last transportation problem you had? You know, not too much. I've been actually really lucky, probably because I don't drive very far on a day-to-day -day basis, but probably just like having a nail in my tire and the tire pressure kept going low and I'm like, what the heck, you know, and I'd air it up at home and then three days later it'd be low again. So That's what like, gets me. Well, 
pavement flat immediately if there's a nail in it. How? You're an insult, you nail. <laughs> and you can't see it, so you have no idea, right? So you're just like, okay, I'll just put air in it. But if it's completely flat, flat, that's like, okay, something's wrong here. It wasn't completely flat because I could, I was able to drive up to Les Schwab's and have them fix it, which is great. But, yeah. but that's really that, and I think I had a low oil temperature or a low oil gauge. I forget where the heck we were coming back from. It wasn't that long ago, and had a quart of oil in the in the trunk area. And my husband was like, oh, we better pull over. I'm like, we can't just make it home. We were like, by echo. He's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. And it was fine, but, you know, it was just different. I don't yeah. really do it. I don't really have that problem. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty low-key stuff when you think about it. Um, that is our 20 questions. I almost asked you how you were inspired to get into your job again. I know how yes. inspired. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because you don't see, you don't know too many dietitians, right? There's a lot of attorneys and, and nurses, and of course, there's not a lot of librarians around here either. So it's it's fun to talk about um, because it's you know it's 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 not just a two year degree either; it's okay. a four year degree for sure, and you have to do an internship on top of that. So people don't realize that you really are a professional mm -hmm. at your job that you go through actual training that yep. is beyond telling yeah. somebody well get your three square meals yeah <laughs> just eat more fruits and veggies there's a lot more going on than just eat more fruits sure. and veggies that is a big important message but you know there's lots going on in people's lives and um, sometimes they're just not ready or they're just not sure of what the heck a lot of patients just don't know they're like, I need to hear from you. What do I need to do here? Because I can read online and they're all telling me something different. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> come in, let's have a chat. And I can answer a lot of their questions, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Well, I am glad that you got to come in. Thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> we hope to do some more nutrition programs with the library. We usually yeah. keep them for December because that is oh, yeah. more the most free. Last yeah. December we were closed. Exactly. We could not have people coming <laughs> to see us anyway. Uh, this year we hope for better things. Yeah. So get your start thinking about it now. Think about it now. <laughs> get your Christmas Christmas foods. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm always thinking about food, so it won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.